So here, here's what he tells us in Ephesians 2. But God, who is rich in mercy, thank God, because of his great love, which he loved for us, even when we were dead in trespasses, has made us alive together. This is what he saw in you before the foundation of the world. He didn't see someone who would, who would be born into a single mother. He didn't see someone who would live defeated. He didn't see someone who would be abused as a child. He didn't see someone who would have one or two bad relationships, bad divorces. He saw who you were supposed to be in Christ Jesus, and he paid the price for you to sit in that place. Don't allow a religious spirit. I just didn't do it right up. That stuff, that just has to go. Just put that stuff aside. Well, you really mess that up. Welcome to the club where people mess things up and get things right. The problem with many of the people in the body of Christ, they don't want to admit they don't have it. They have problems. I'm good. No, you're definitely not good. Nobody wants to be around you. You are not good. He has made us alive together, alive in Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in Christ Jesus. This is the apostolic language here. And here's, where, here's what's so important is functioning as a watchman. There's a reason I identified. Because it operates by revelation, not by intellect. That makes no sense to your mind. That I'm in this council, Lord. You know what the easiest prayer to pray? Pray that prayer that Jesus is praying. He's praying things. He has concepts. He has ideas. He has breakthrough things. He wants to give the people of God during this time. But when we stand in a place of neglect, the world system prospers. A key core value for one watchman is functioning. It is the necessity of functioning by revelation, not by suspicion. Well, I got discernment. No, you need deliverance. <laughs> you have a wound that causes you to see everything through that. I just don't feel right about that. Nobody asked you. <laughs> Look at First uh, Corinthians chapter four, if you would. Excuse me, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart. You can go home after that one. Do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. You know what I've learned? What comes out of me is what I've put in me. Our behavior is not arbitrary. You don't happen to do something. You have programmed yourself to do certain things. The big thing is the ability to emphasize dysfunction that you've called normal all these years. I 
that's just the way we've always done things. Please, please change. For a light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. For we do not look, we do not look. So where are we looking? At the things which are seen. We do not look at the things which are seen. We do not look at the things which are seen. We do not deny the things we see, but we do not look at the things we see. We do not, we do not go to the media to get our prophetic information. We do not go, I'll just say it, we do not go to Candace Owens to know what to think about something. We do not go to the Reverend Al Sharpton to know what to think about something. We do not go even to President Trump to know what to think about something. We get free of all our judgments, all what we think. And let me tell you the other side of this. Well, them black people, they just stop, need to stop writing. This is all language of the world to divide people. Where... When you start looking at things within the context of race and, and, and social constructors, you are looking at the world in an inappropriate way. Well, I'm white, so I'm going to post. Like, this is sick. This is sick, and it needs to stop. It is an embarrassment. I don't know why I didn't plan on saying it, but it's an embarrassment what some believers are putting out there these days. You're representing the King of Kings. Nobody made you a PhD in economics. <laughs> Part of what's happening in America is everybody, you're blind and we're, you know, everybody's blind. And you know, they should do it this way and they get that. Yeah, like, Lord showed us that one night on the prayer call. You're looking at that person, you, you, you got a thing in your eye and you got a thing bigger in your eye. And it's this soulish, antichrist, dividing thing. I think it was Derek Prince who chuckled many years ago because he could not believe how Americans spoke about their political leaders. He's like, I don't get it. They have a power to do something about it. But they're criticizing and this and he should do this and that. I find my criticism gets a lot weaker the longer I pray for someone. I'm not saying we don't speak against injustice and things like this. I'm just saying God is not authorizing many of the words that are being spoken today. We do not look at things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. We're to be legislating. We're to be living life from a different place. We're supposed to see reality. We're supposed to see people. We're supposed to be people. We have profound disagreements through the lens of the love of the Father. Praying for redemption for them. Praying for healing for them. If you have spent more time listening to the media in this season, time in prayer, something, my friend, is really wrong. The things that we see are subject to change, but the things we see in the eternal realm, we have the ability to bring here and now.
our position of authority is, is solidified by our choice to live as friends of God that will define if we live our role as watchmen. John chapter 15, you are my friends if you do whatever I command you. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things I have heard from my Father, I have, been, I have made known to you. Put yourself in there because everything that Jesus was given by his Father, he gives to every believer in this room. I pray that over myself over again. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you're showing me things. Thank you, you're showing me how to operate. Thank you, you're showing me how to legislate from a different place. Oh, that doesn't look too good. God, I, they, they kind of tick me off. You know, kind of bother me. Come on, be honest. Between you and me, you don't really like them either. But, no. God and I, I'm very honest with God. He's also very honest with me. And I find, though, when you, when, you, when you pour out your heart to Him, He identifies the dysfunction in your heart. Oh, you know, the reason you're saying that is because, you know, when you're nine years old, this happened to you, and you got this little chip on your shoulder, and you still got it there, so please give that to me. Me, not you. I know, all of you are perfect. <laughs> Servants behave from command. Friends operate from relationship. Every believer is a watchman because every believer has a sphere of influence. Your family, your city, your workplace, your assignment. God does not diminish our personality when we come into the kingdom of God. There are probably things that you, you excite you, that you enjoy, hobbies and different things that you enjoy doing. And there's a reason you enjoy doing them because God is drawing you to them and there's probably an assignment in that place. It's one of the, the, the tragedy, one of the tragedies of a, a religious spirit is it wants to make everyone the same. God, help us. I know it was a form, but I believe God wants us to progress beyond that. That everyone in the same community dresses the same way. You know, that just gets kind of weird after a while. We religiousize people. Because they think they have to operate that way. I'm not talking about having a vision and every house has a vision. I'm not talking about not following things. But when, anyway, you understand. He's this beautiful God. Like he's just, not just one purple, there's like six different purples apparently. Because he just makes things that way. Nothing is the same. He doesn't want you to be the same. And we've often mocked people for liking things that, that are unusual or different, but there's a draw that God has on that person to do that. And we've talked people about wanting to be in media and entertainment. It's ungodly. Because they were drawn to that. It was a place they were supposed to be as a watchman. I remember one time meeting this guy. And his, I think it was before he died. He's like, the Lord just told me to pray for Michael Jackson every day. That's a beautiful thing. Uh -huh. yeah. Come on. They'll just put people on our heart we'll never meet. 
but we can legislate from heaven. One of the things recently in this last year, I, I, I don't know, every, almost every, every morning I'll pray for the president and the cabinet and then I pray for the vice president. And I cannot get away from vice president, the vice president's kids. I just pray for them every day. Lord, open the eyes of their understanding. Let them walk with you. Let them love you. I don't know what's going on, but I can't get away from it. Because you're legislating from that place. Some believers will receive assignments that define the entirety of their life on the earth. I know one specifically, this African-American pastor, if I said his name, you'd know him. He, he has said, my mission is to do this in the realm of government. This is what God has called me to do. This is the assignment that God has given me in this season. I'm working with President Trump and this is what God has given me. He knows it's an it's a, it's a eternal assignment for the season he's in. At times, we may have times and seasons in which God will give us a specific focus. Some believers, God will give very specific uh, assignments in certain spheres of their life. This is, this is not rocket science. Maybe you have children in the public school. I'll intercede for you. A lot. But if you do, that's where you call to be. I, I bless you to do that. Maybe you just, man, I'm just, every day I could just drop my kids off. I'm just going to put my hand on this ground and declare that the will of God is being done. Pray for these teachers that are here. It's taking authority. When I move into my neighborhood, I just began to pray. Every time I come into my neighborhood, I began to pray. And I, and I saw all the, you know, few, few houses, houses in my neighborhood just sell quickly. I'm not saying I'm the only one, but I know I'm there to legislate. This is really important here. God will hold us responsible for that which He has placed in our sphere of influence. Right now, right here, God is watching the people of God of how we will respond to the moment that we're in. Nations suffer when watchmen do not stand at attention. Isaiah 56.10 His watchmen are blind. They're all ignorant. God is a lot more plainer than lots of people. They are all dumb. They cannot bark. Sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. When the watchmen go blind, a nation is in chaos. Many years ago, I just felt from the Lord... He's, he's always done this, but I just felt specifically one morning he's in New Jersey ministry. And I just asked my dad, I said, will you bless my ministry? And I remember when he blessed my ministry, it just marked something over my life that day. Something shifted in the unseen realm. Why? He's a gatekeeper over my life. That's why you see the enemy trying to destroy families and honor People think they can just say whatever they want about leaders and different things. Well, I just disagree. Nobody cares. And this dishonor thing, why? Because honor to leaders, even leaders you disagree with, cut you off from the flow of the things of the kingdom of God. A watchman is marked by a sense of duty and privilege, not obligation. 
some things I've done over the last few months. And I, and I, here's the thing that I've learned walking with the Lord. Just say this. It's like very not said too much. If you are really going to walk the life of a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be continually, continually stretched, inconvenienced. And I believe the heart of God is not just to pray for the... I love the glory. I love the presence of God. I love the gifts of the Spirit. I love all that. But it will just become another just religious expression if that is not transformed in the people in this room, you see a single mother across there that needs a, a room and you have a room open, you go, God told me to open the room for you. doesn't change unless you stop and, 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 and simply give somebody $5 that you see at a Wendy's or something. That is real legislating. Get up in the middle of the night and just begin to pray for someone you don't even know. Sometimes it happens to me, it's just like middle of the night, like, man, I just, I just feel the compassion for that guy I met on that plane, or I didn't even say anything to him, I just, just saw his, his neediness for the Lord. That is real believing service. It is not more titles and more comfort, like, we love all that, I love equipping people, there's a reason I'm here, but it, this, this is just such a small part of life. Because we live from a different place. Set your heart in the things of heaven. Because that's where your reward is. There are rewards here on the earth. Put the reward in heaven. It's the, it's the, it's the people. I was praying the other night. And I sensed that there were, there were, there were intercessors who prayed. And they've, they've transitioned into a different place, but they prayed for the body of Christ in this season. Nobody knows your name, but their words and their prayers shape the earth according to God's plan. We could get a lot done if we all didn't want the microphone. You'll be inconvenienced. I'm not talking about it in a religious way, but when you know God's asked you to do something. A watchman is invited to a lifestyle of vigilance and persistence, knowing that victory is guaranteed. Knowing that victory is guaranteed. Do not let the enemy talk you out of victory in this season. I'm telling you this, the Lord has told me over and over again, don't look at what you're seeing, I'm not denying it, but this is a time of victory and outpouring for the people of God. One of the first things God spoke to me when kind of the world shut down, He said, this doesn't change my plans for the earth. An effective watchman is defined by its sight. An effective watchman is defined by the prophetic nature of the believer. Joel 2, we know that God would pour out His Spirit and His sons and daughters will prophesy. Jesus tells us this in John, the, in John the 5th chapter. He says, this is it, verse 19. Jesus answered and said, Most assuredly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of Himself but what He sees the Father do. But what He sees the Father do. I want to suggest to you that the Father was not on the earth. 
So he's seeing something from an unseen realm. He is seeing the will of the Father from the realm of the Spirit. And he goes, oh, that's what the Father wants to do. doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I'm going to do that. I don't know if it was like that. That's, like, that's what it's like with me. The wisdom that created the world wants, you, wants to give you the wisdom to execute the purposes of God. It's the wisdom of God that took thousands of men and brought them down to 300 for Gideon. It's the wisdom of God that tells this commander, go wash yourself in the water. Makes no sense, but it's the wisdom of God. It's the wisdom of God. You know, like they were like the first Pentecostals. Like, all right, guys, here, I got it. I got it. God's given me the strategy. I know the wall, it's all walled up. But I love, I love this thought that 40 years before that, in their hearts, they were already defeated. That's the word of the Lord for some of you tonight. Some of the things you see, you're like, oh, there's this house, God ever going to do this? It's like really hard. God has already made a way in the unseen realm. God has already made a way for victory. If he told you there's already victory and provision, they're like, we were waiting for you 40 years ago. See, your difficulty is not Goliath. Your difficulty is entrusting God. So he's seeing things. The father loves Abner and shows him all the things that he himself does. And he will show him greater things than these that you may marvel. Go back to Ezekiel for a minute. We're landing the plane here. Three major prophets, Isaiah and Jeremiah. God made Ezekiel a spiritual watchman. He was watching over the lives and the souls of his own people. The Lord said to Ezekiel, he appointed him as a watchman for the house of Israel. Ezekiel's prophecies were expressed in, in, in visions, in vivid symbolic actions. In one of the visions, he saw himself transported to the future temple in Jerusalem, guided by an angel who gave him a detailed tour. Most, most commentators would tell you he never saw that, he was never in that temple in the natural. He's visiting a place in the Spirit because in the Spirit there's no distance. As, as listening to some Oral Roberts stuff this week, and I forgot this concept that he, he learned uh, in one of his uh, gospel uh, crusades that there was this lady and he was like in the middle of the country and she says, Brother Roberts, I intended to go to your meeting and receive my healing. And I knew I received my healing. But I know, and he said, this phrase changed my life because how I, he began to minister obviously on TV later. He said, I know in the spirit there is no distance in prayer. And he prayed for her and she received her healing hundreds of miles away. His symbolic actions, including the building of the model of the siege of Jerusalem, eating a scroll in which the words of prophecy were written, lying motionless on his side, consuming scant rations of grain and water, now, this is really interesting. I'm not making a doctrine out of it. I'm just telling you what he did. Using excrement to bake a cake and shaving his head. 
He had these symbolic actions as part of the revelation he received. Here's, here's the final one that is uh, vitally important here. An effective watchman is not simply defined by the ability to move in prophetic revelation. Really important here. This is part of watchman, obviously a key part of it. We haven't developed it tonight. A key part of being a watchman is one who watches and prays. And if you watch and pray and are a friend of God, you will know things. But God does not want you to stop there. An effective watching will be defined by the ability to transform what he sees into strategy, wisdom, insight, and direct plans from heaven. Now, I do realize some, some watchmen, their job is simply to pray, but they can also pray in the strategies that other people and gatekeepers in place of authority can receive and walk out. If you meet an effective intercessor or watchman, and they're in, hopefully they're in a community, they'll tell you week after week, oh yeah, I prayed that like six weeks ago, and then I just saw my pastor do that. Notice they didn't have to tell their pastor right before the service what he needed to do. Their job was to watch, pray that strategy, and then see it manifested. 